I am so excited for today's episode because I always like doing new things and I think you are going to enjoy it as well. My guest, of course I have a guest, but there's more than just guest because it's guest plus plus, all right? So my guest has been called the future of classical music in America. And the person who called them that, oh yeah, that's just Yo-Yo Ma. That's right, Yo-Yo Ma, the legendary musician called my friend and our guest today, Joshua Roman, the future of classical music in America. And the cool thing about Joshua is that when you say classical music, he says, yeah, you know, there's a lot of baggage with classical music. And I'm looking to reinvent um, his role in it. Now, Joshua is one of the world's top cellists. That's right. He plays the cello. And just a little bit of backstory here. I got to I gotta give a shout out to my guy here. The youngest principal player in the Seattle Symphony history. He was the principal cellist at age 22. Now he's like, that means he's like the youngest person in that orchestra by like 35 years. Um, but not only is he, um, a prodigy, which I think it's, that's the right word, but he's just one of the most down to earth, sweet, kind, smart humans that you could ever know. And we have him on the show today where he, he performs. Um, and it's so fun to me to have, it's so fun for me rather to have, um, some variety in, not just the types of guests, but in the variety and the style of the show. So Josh, when I talk, uh, we've been friends for those super OG uh, Chase Jarvis fans. You may recognize um, some previous collaborations that he and I have done. We've um, He has created music for at least two of my pieces, uh, two previous films. I've done short films, uh, commercial I did for Nikon, just a handful of things. So for you OG folks, you will, uh, this will be an extra treat. Um, but I'm, I'm proud of this for a couple different reasons. One, um, because the way that Joshua views classical music and, and has this ambition to reinvent how we think about it. And he's very effective at that. Um, it's also cool because look at, he's a world-class cellist and he starts off by playing a piece from Bach and then, um, gosh, then he plays, uh, something else that is totally avant-garde and out there and he finishes with an absolutely stunning performance of the song hallelujah so um we cover a lot of ground not just about musicianship and about creativity um but again this aspect of performance uh, i know is going to arrest you regardless if you're on a run uh, sitting at your desk at home with your feet up or however you're spending some of this time in a post-COVID world, this show is going to entertain and inspire you. So I'm going to stop talking, and let's move this show right over into the lap of Mr. Joshua Roman, where he is. We're going to go uh, essentially live. This was recorded live at creativelive.com TV. So we're going to go to his artist in residency somewhere in the hills overlooking Santa Barbara, California. Again, yours truly and Mr. Joshua Roman. But before we do, just a super quick word from our sponsor, and then on to the show. Hey, new sponsor alert, or rather same sponsor, but new offer alert. This episode of the Chase Jarvis Live Show is brought to you by Creative Live. You all know Creative Live is the world's largest and best online platform for creative and entrepreneurial education, where Pulitzer Prize winners, New York Times bestsellers, the best of the best teach photography, video, art, design, music, and audio classes and the ability to make a living in life doing all of those disciplines. Now, 
you probably know me as the founder. Uh, maybe that's one of the ways that in which you know me. But I want you to know that A, they make this uh, this podcast possible. And B, it is the best place on the internet, bar none, to get the highest quality uh, classes for creators and entrepreneurs. There's free content there. You can buy individual classes. Or here's the kicker. As a listener to the show, you can get an annual subscription to more than 10,000 hours, roughly 2,000 classes, an annual subscription for just 150 bucks. That is normally 299, so this is by far the cheapest price you will ever find at the Creator Pass. And here's how you get it. Just enter Chase150, that's Chase150, in the code slot at checkout to redeem your Creator Pass. Okay, that'll do it. Hope to see you over at Creative Live. Don't forget that code. Now let's get back to the show. Let us transport you into uh, the home studio uh, here at a artisan residence in Santa Barbara, California, uh, with Mister the one and only Mister Joshua Roman. Thank you, Chase, for having me on. I am really excited to share with you today. I am here in Santa Barbara, where I am an artist in residence with the Squire Foundation. And I've known Chase for years. I used to be in Seattle as the principal cellist of the symphony there. And I still have a series at uh, Town Hall Seattle. So um, I feel very much my heart is in Seattle with everything going on right now. And I love that I get to share uplifting, hopeful music that connects us. 
that was something that I would imagine a lot of you have heard before. That's the prelude from the first suite for solo cello by Johann Sebastian Bach. And I first heard it, you know, when I was a little kid, but a lot of people's first time is on a car commercial or something like that. But there it is in its entirety without um, green pastures and slick roads uh, as a backdrop. It's beautiful music and it is where the cello essentially starts as a solo instrument. Um, those suites languished until Pablo Casals found them in the late 19th century and brought them out. And when he brought them out, the world just went crazy for them. He played them everywhere. Composers started getting inspired to write music for the solo cello, which had not really happened before. And ever since then, it's been continual growth. So I'm going to share some of that with you today. Um, the next piece I'm going to play for you is actually written by an American who is still alive, Mark O'Connor. This piece is, uh, has been arranged many versions. The version I first heard is for Mark O'Connor on the fiddle and Yo-Yo Ma, um, a mentor of mine on the cello, and Edgar, Ma Edgar Meyer, an amazing bass, bass player, friend and colleague of mine on the bass. It's called Appalachia Waltz, one of my favorite crossover albums, and this is the solo cello version. Beautiful, bluegrass, simple, sweet America. <laughs>
Thank you for being here. If you're just joining, that was Appalachia Waltz by Mark O'Connor, an American fiddle player and collaborator with Yo-Yo Ma and Edgar Meyer and other great uh, musical minds. I just love the simplicity of that, the very pure sweetness and cooperation between the two notes moving together all the time. We're going to jump, um, not in time at all, to another part of the country, um, the West Coast, with a really fun piece. You know, what you've been hearing is cello, as maybe you know it. Maybe there are a little bit of surprises in there. But this one, if you think you know what a cello is, this one might change your mind. This is by Mark Summer of the Turtle Island String Quartet. It's one of my favorites to play, lots of energy. If you've got room to stand up and dance, tap your foot, might be a good thing to use that room, use that space. This is Julie O.
<laughs> okay, my man, that was amazing. Thank you so much, Joshua. Thank you. It's fun to actually see somebody on screen when I'm playing. I've been playing Bach every night, and I just see my frozen image because Facebook has issues. <laughs> but this is great to see you. It's awesome. Well, Thank you for having me. Oh, super, super grateful. And, um, I, I appreciate the kind words you said before you jumped into your performance uh, about what's going on in Seattle. This is obviously a global thing, right? We are talking about a yeah. pandemic that's affected uh, the entire planet and um, your ability to bring joy and some performance and entertain us um, is something we're super grateful for. I don't take it for granted that I have <laughs> you in my life and as... Uh, just and the amazing human that you are. So thanks so much for performing for all of us who are watching today. Um, how are things there at your uh, residency? Can you give us a little bit of insight in what your day-to-day -day is? And um, yeah. obviously we're in quarantine, but describe it for us. Well, I'm in a beautiful location. I will I'll whirl around a little bit if I can without knocking Please anything do. over. Yeah. can't really see over there. Sorry, I've got my laptop set up. You can kind of see outside there. There's a swimming pool and a hot tub. I mean, I am super lucky right now. This is not my normal life. I am at, at an artist residency. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm super grateful that I have this place because otherwise right now, I actually, I live out of storage currently. I, I've moved away from New York. And so at the moment, this is it. <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, but I feel like the moment I, the moment I, realized what was happening and what was going to happen. I just grabbed my cello when I started playing Bach and I wanted to share that with people. So I immediately started doing that online and on Facebook, I've been playing a Bach suite for people every day. And it's kind of the only way that I can tell the days apart. So I do those, <laughs> I do those. And, you know, I, I, I think a lot and I talk a lot with my friends and colleagues across various um, I do a lot with TED and uh, with some podcasts and wellness things right now and just trying to figure out, you know, what is it that we do? And, and so I've been working harder than ever because I believe that this is a moment when we double down on our values, that the values of connectedness, of openness, of vulnerability, those are more important than ever right now. Now is when we see the cracks and we have to step in and not just band-aid them, but really, really fill that void. And, um, you know, sometimes I wish I was a doctor, but I play the cello. And so I do what I can and hopefully bring joy and, and make you feel connected and inspired and creative so that we can, we can build, build good things together. Well, it's such a treat to... Um... You know, I was, uh, when you were performing, I have the benefit of being able to not just sit here at my desk and be on screen. And I was walking around here in the studio. There's, we're in a 15,000 foot building here at Creative Live today. And there are four people here. We all have approximately 3,500 square feet to ourselves. But I just got to walk around um, this beautiful um, studio that I'm in with your music in my ears. And it was such a treat. Um, so I wanted to say thank you. Um, and I think it's, um, your, the point that you made about doubling down on our values and, um, that this is when we're able to 
find out a little more about who we are, what we're made of, um, I think it's very possible to both keep everyone in mind who's really, who's sick or who's grieving or who's uh, really, really struggling right now. Um, it's possible to keep those folks in mind and be a light, be a lighthouse, provide, um, you know, live through your values and do what you can do um, and bring your specific area of expertise, a vision of growth, a possibility to the world. So um, uh, thank you for epitomizing that and, um, and of course, for sharing your um, mastery of the cello with us. Um, we've had the opportunity to collaborate a couple of times in the past and I don't remember it was, uh, Midge was the name of your former cello. I believe this is a different one. Is that true? Who, who, who are we with no, today? No, this is Midge. It is. You are with Midge. Uh -huh. Yes, this is Midge. She was made in 1899 in Venice, uh, by a man named Giulio Degani and, Midge and I have been together since late 2008, and I've cheated on her a couple of times with Stradivarius <laughs> or Montagnana cellos, but she's very forgiving. So, well, it's I remember uh, we collaborated and, and flew you from New York to Seattle for a, a something we were working on together, and um, I remember she 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 flies well. She has her own airplane seat, and um, yes. and and deservedly so. Um, so it's nice to see you as well, Midge. Um, my understanding is that we're going to hear a couple more tracks from you. And um, I think that's why the people are here. So I'm going to shut my trap. Uh, but I do want to extend another thank you, a debt of gratitude for coming on and for entertaining us here at Creative Live and across all the different social platforms. You're welcome on this platform anytime. Um, maybe we can make this a routine thing as you know we're bringing this live stream 24 7 now to be able to go into the living rooms and the music studios and in artists and residencies um in santa barbara california um so but you're you're welcome here anytime and uh maybe you can usher in uh a, a couple more tracks for us and let us know what we're going to be hearing absolutely yes thank you chase i i love it i'd be happy to come in i think you know, music is great, and uh, if you don't hear it, it's not great. <laughs> so we got to get it out there. We do. Got to get. It. I can play it all day alone. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Classical music has had an image problem, and it's of our own creation. And a lot of it has to do with um, trying to create an idealized setting for the music to happen, where you hear it perfectly, and there are no distractions. And I think that's awesome. I love that. It's one of my favorite things is to gather with thousands of people in a concert hall and be the star. It's amazing. I love it. But um, on the flip side, like what is what is it actually that the tradition is and does it allow room for creativity? And that's where I actually fall back on a quote from Gustav Mahler that tradition is not the worship of the ashes, but the fuel of the fire. So if I really want to be looking back at Bach and Beethoven and Mozart and using them as my role models, that means that I have to be creative and I have to be exploring because that's what they did. I don't just play their music and leave it at that. That's not, that's not, an, that's not really continuing the tradition. That's just paying homage to the product. But at the center of it all, creativity is the live creativity is always pushing boundaries. And that's why that's why I do that. It helps me figure out where I stand.
uh, as an artist where my voice is, which also helps me then to be comfortable um, relating to other people and their voices. And I think that's incredibly important. So that's where I fall. I, you know, I want to be like my favorite composers of the past and push the boundaries. Well, it's clear that you're doing that. I've never seen anybody do what you just did with the cello. <laughs> and I've seen you play a lot. So um, It's true. It's true. And it, to, to my great pleasure, and um, I'm a lucky lucky guy. So thank you so much for everything you're, you're doing for us across this hour. For the folks who are just joining us, um, I'm Chase Jarvis, founder and CEO of Creative Live. We're uh, today debuting our... Um, you can call it user-generated, but it's really a curated stream, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We're going to be either playing live um, performances. We're going to go to the to the studios, the kitchen counters, the dining room tables of um, our community where we are all, uh, or most of us around the world, are experiencing the quarantine that um, as the, un, I don't know, unconscionable, unforeseen uh gift trying to find a silver lining in this pandemic um we said at the beginning of this broadcast or this hour that it can both be true we can feel terrible for the people who are really in harm's way and for the people who are on the front lines fighting it and try and provide hope and inspiration and value uh, maybe even entertainment dare i say for um you can, both those can be true and present at the same time um and I'm sitting here with uh, one of my dear friends, Joshua Roman, um, Ted Senior Fellow, um, longtime hero in the classical music scene in um, the world, and certainly here in Seattle, where he was a prodigy um, with the Seattle Symphony early, early. How, how, how old were you when you started playing with the Seattle Symphony? I was the principal cellist there from the age of 22 to 24. <laughs> I think was, you were the youngest. Young. You were the young. youngest Looking person back, in the whole building. Young. You were the youngest person in yes, the whole building. It, it was funny. Yeah, I think the next youngest person was like five years older than me. I can't remember. It's Sayaka. If, Sayaka, yeah. if you're watching, <laughs> I hope it didn't make you older than you are. <laughs> but no, well, yeah. um, it, thank you so much for um, being a part of. Uh, the Creative Live community of Seattle, as uh, many folks know, this is the one of the first, first and hardest hit cities. Um, so want folks out there to know that we can empathize with you. Um, other countries, um, some of whom are further along in the curve than we are and others who uh, may be behind us. But um, just just want to say thank you for um, being a leader and uh, a creator in the trenches with all of us, despite, um, as you said earlier, the sort of perception that classical music brings, you do such a good job of personalizing it and simplifying it for those of us who might consider ourselves on the outside. Um, but that, you know, brings me to what I, I think I got a little preview, uh, on what you were planning on playing yeah. next, um, as, you know, as a way to, um, just, I don't know, bring us back into your music world and share with us what you have in mind. Yes, so um, I'm going to tie that all together before I do it in that uh, you actually, Chase, have long been a role model for me in terms of opening up the process and putting yourself out there. And that's something that I'm learning to do that I've tried to do uh, as I've gone along. But now, now I really feel like 
um, if I'm going to inspire other musicians, it, it shouldn't be just with, hey, look at me, I'm great, and I can make you cry. <laughs> Hopefully I can. <laughs> but, but, really, but really, like, here's, here are the questions I ask, here's what I'm going through, um, here's a peek behind the scenes. And so I'm starting to do more of that. And um, in addition to the, the thing that I'm about to play for you, which is definitely that for me, um, I've also, I finally have uh, a Patreon page that's working. I've been doing that for almost two years now. And that's been interesting to share multi-track cello uh, tracks and like open practice sessions and stuff. Um, so that's my little pitch. Check it out. No, please. Uh, support, well, let's, support an artist. Well, let's, uh, be yeah. really, let's be really crystal clear here. Where, how, what is the best way for people to support you? And is it just patreon.com slash Joshua Roman? Joshua Roman. Or joshuaroman.com slash Patreon. Awesome. <laughs> Either way. I would say joshuaroman.com slash patron or Patreon. I made sure it's very easy to get to. And I have uh, special goodies for cellists there. But most of the page is actually dedicated to just putting music out um, that I make myself. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's something I've been building. Something that I hope to turn into a viable way to show other musicians how we can be more present and not just in the concert halls, but share the music that is great, that we love with people. So yeah, if you could check out and support my Patreon page, that's amazing. Um, I'd really appreciate that. And also just any arts organization that's local to you. Um, everyone uh, who relies on donations is struggling right now. Uh, they're not coming in as, as much as they do. So if you have a local arts organization that you love, consider giving to them because they could use that support. Amazing. Um, so, yeah, Amazing. absolutely. So putting myself out there, um, both in the fashion of, of my good friend Chase um, and showing my process, but this is a part of that artistically, not just in terms of um, the business model, but... This is artistically something that I've been working on that is unusual for a cellist to do. Something that I, I feel um, for me is, has a lot of meaning and that's why I share it, even though it makes me really nervous every time my hands are sweating already. <laughs> um, I don't get nervous. I play for thousands of people in front of a professional orchestra for a living, but this scares me and that's why I think I have to do it. Um, to me, it's a beautiful message of hope and something that we can all do together. I, being a preacher's kid, um, no, no longer religious, but the words here, they have special meaning and uh, you should join in if you know it. Lord, but you 
don't really care for music, do you? Well, it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall and the major lift, the baffled king composing hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Your faith was strong, but you needed proof. You saw
Maybe there's a God above and all I've ever learned from love was how to shoot somebody who outdrew you. It's not a cry that you hear at night. It's not somebody who's seen the light. It's a cold and it's a broken hallelujah. Hallelujah. Misty in here. I don't know what's going on. Man. Um, wow. Thank you. Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen. Man. Yeah. That's, I think, one of the finest songs ever written. And I have seen you perform that once before. And um, it, I, um, I'm speechless. I want to say thank you. It's so, so special to see you, um, A, your mastery in, in real time um, of the cello, but also your soul as an artist being shared with all of us. So thank you so much for sharing that with us, bud. Thank you, Chase. Thank you for having me and for being an inspiration to do that, to go beyond the comfortable performance, um, you know, the perfection and to really open up. I don't take that lightly and I think that's important. So um, I hope it brings togetherness. Oh man. Well, I'll just let you know some people from around the world. Beth says Joshua is amazing. What a beauty to have in my work from home office. Stephanie says, this is great. I've never had a lunchtime concert before. Julie is applauding. Michael Clark, this is amazing. Thanks for offering this free broadcast. Um, We've got some links to your Patreon page emerging. Serious goosebumps, says Karina. Um, JP, absolutely incredible. Uh, this was so beautiful. Miss um, Siegfried, love pouring in from around the world and also from me to you, man. Thank you so much for being a part of our uh, our initial foray here at Creative Live TV, creativelive.com slash TV, where we're into your artist in residency here. You got you hung up a uh, white sheet behind you, but I know you're, um, yeah, show us <laughs> yeah. the rest of the world here. Every, yeah, everything <laughs> is, I've got high ceilings so I can get nice acoustics, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've, I've, everything is a glass surface in here, so I had to cover it up. Understood. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I, I'm, 
I hope to come back. And in the meantime, I'm also on Facebook and Instagram and Patreon uh, every day. So um, definitely amazing. Let's also let's, let's too, give but, some yeah. Let's give some people some coordinates. Um, uh, where would you like them to go? I know your website is key also for the Patreon page, but uh, give people a, a little direction yes. on where to go to find more about you. Absolutely. So joshuaroman.com slash patron um, is where I would go to get some exclusive content and inside access and all of that um, and to support what I'm doing, definitely. But you can also go to Facebook and Instagram. Those are Joshua Roman Cello, all one word. And I do live performances uh, largely supported right now since there are no concerts by my patrons on Patreon. So um, much love to those. And on Facebook, I've been turning those into fundraisers for Doctors Without Borders and other groups. So every day, Bach and more on those platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon. Um, again, Facebook and Instagram, Joshua Romancello, and for um, supporting me and getting exclusive content, joshuaroman.com slash patron. Amazing. Well... I am going to, I'm going to call you a little bit later today <laughs> and say thank you again a hundred more times. Uh, but from the worldwide yeah. creative community that's watching right now, um, I want to say thank you again for, for your performance today. I'm super excited. We're a hundred percent going to have you back as soon as we can. Um, right. And in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy. And thank you so much for sharing. You too. Yes. Yeah. Stay healthy, everyone. And thank you to everyone who's working to make it possible for the rest of us to stay at home. We really appreciate it grateful hey that was an awesome episode but before you bounce just i got three quick thoughts first thank you for being in this community it gives me so much juice i can't even tell you so much juice that when i hit publish and this show goes out into the ether that there's an amazing community of like-minded people just like you consuming and sharing the show so thank you second it would be huge. It would mean the world to me if you left a review at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Now, we're regularly featured at the top slot there on Apple's podcast page and others in Spotify, etc. And that's because of your reviews. So if you've ever wanted to uh, lend a hand or you got some value from me in the past and you want to pay it forward, that would be amazing. And then lastly, it would also mean the world to me if you shared the content that you get here. Whether it's a screenshot or a photo of where you're listening, anything via Instagram stories um, or any other social feeds tagging me and the guests. Now, I repost this content and your comments all the time, so I would love to share your shoutouts in my feed too. Um, not only do these shoutouts, uh, are, are they good for you and me, but they also help us book amazing guests because they see the reach that you cultivate. This is a way for you to help contribute to the show. So again, I want to say thanks. I'm just at Chase Jarvis. You can use at Creative Live as well. And the guests are easy to track down because they are, well, they're usually quite well-known people. Um, but again, thank you so much for listening. I'm looking forward to being in your ears again, hopefully tomorrow.